Mama, welcome to my summer working mom series. We are kicking off a five week series all about work and mom life. We are going to be diving into how do you know when it's time to change careers? How do you get ready to move on from a job to find a new job? Maybe you want to start a business. We're going to dive into that. We're going to dive into how to avoid burnout, all the things. So you definitely want to stay tuned over these next five weeks because it's going to be such, such good info. So let's go ahead and kick it off. Hey, mama, are you stressed, tired, overwhelmed with everything you have to do as a mom? Are you wanting to experience more joy, more freedom, and just more fulfillment in your everyday life? Well, Mama, you're in the right place. Welcome to the Joyful Mama podcast. My name is Melanie, and I am a wife, Christian Mama of three, certified life coach, freelancer, and iced coffee obsessed. Are you ready to overcome fear and finally step into the joy that God has for you? Are you ready to move past pleasing other people and actually do what you love doing without caring what anyone else thinks? Are you ready to finally step into God's calling on your life, live more joyfully, and have more time for your family? Well, join me here every single week as I pour into you, Mama. We are going to do life together. Right here in this podcast, you will find weekly support, encouragement, teaching, motivation as we work on some tough things together to change our mindset to overcome fear and limiting beliefs, and to finally live the life we are meant to live, partnering with God and finding ultimate joy through Him. Are you ready, Mama? I am so excited you're here. Let's dive in. Hey, Mama, welcome back to the show. I am so excited you're here joining me today. Thank you so much for listening. I know a lot of podcasters will take, you know, summer breaks or time off, but I actually love recording through the summer because I feel like as moms, it can be a little bit crazy in the summer, right? All the kids are home from school. You are doing trips and fun things, and it's just so much going on. So I love to bring you motivation, encouragement, and practical tips to help you through the summer. So that is why today we're kicking off my summer working mom series. And I'm super excited to share this with you. Today, we are going to be talking about the five most common signs of job burnout. So no matter what type of job you're in, no matter what type of field you're in, if you're, you know, an entrepreneur or if you're working in corporate or if you're, you know, working from home, whatever you're doing, you know, burnout is a real thing. I have been there. I have struggled with burnout and it can be really, really 
overwhelming. It can be really toxic. And today I just want to give you five signs that you might be burnt out from your job. And not only that, but we're going to kind of go into a little bit of what you can do when you're feeling burnt out. And, you know, does that mean you should leave your job or does it mean you need to like tweak your mindset, your habits, all the things. So let's go ahead and dive into that. And yeah, let's just get right into it. So burnout is really, really hard. It's it's a really awful place to be in because I've been there, mama. I've been burnt out. I've been so stressed and overwhelmed in a job and just not feeling it anymore, just not feeling the way I did when I first started that job. And it can be, you know, not only toxic to your work life, but to your family life as well. It can be, it, it just like affects every part of your life, right? So we're going to go over the five common signs, and I'm going to share about what I have done and what you can do about it. So number one is, does your work seem much harder and more arduous than it used to be? So do you find yourself like just kind of tuning out at work, just kind of daydreaming, feeling like it's just so hard to get the work done that you need to do? Um, You might know what you have to do. You might have a list you're working towards or like a checklist that you know you need to complete, but it feels like really hard. And, you know, this could come on suddenly, but it could also be something you've been experiencing for the past few weeks or maybe months even, but your job seems harder than it used to be. That is a sign that you are on the verge of a burnout. Number two, the second sign is that nothing in your work excites you anymore. It feels like a burden or even like a punishment. You are just bored with your job. You are dreading doing the work anymore. Maybe it's something you really used to love and you are just dreading it. You like don't feel excited to go to work anymore. You just feel stressed out even thinking about work and it's just not an exciting job for you anymore. You don't enjoy it anymore. Number three is you're worrying about your job so much that it's actually interrupting your sleep. It's making you sick even or it's causing conflict in your home. So are you like just so stressed and worried about work that you're kind of bringing the work home with you, that it's affecting your family, it's affecting your health. You might be getting more sick. You might be, you know, getting headaches. You might be just picking up colds here and there. Your body just feels like it's not functioning. You're not sleeping like you used to sleep. It's really affecting not only your mental health, but your physical health and also your family life. Are you more snappy with your husband or your kids? You find yourself yelling more or getting irritated at the littlest things. All of these things are signs, again, that you could be burnt out from your job or on the verge of it. 
Now, if this has been happening for a while, you might want to ask yourself, why is this happening? And am I at a point where I should start, you know, looking for another job? Because if it's affecting your entire life in a negative way, something's not right, right? Something isn't going right, whether it's you are just done with that line of work, maybe it's some mindset stuff you need to work on, or maybe it's maybe you had like a change in managers or supervisors, and it's just bringing everyone down, it's not going as positive as you would like it to be. So all of these things can really, really be a big sign. And this is the biggest thing that I see that well, I've seen it in myself, but also I've seen it in other moms that I talk to is that they are worrying so much. They're bringing their work home. It's making them stressed, fatigued, sick. They can't sleep. Like this is affecting their whole lives. And it's not, that is really not a good place to be. And so if you are there, mama, it is really important that you seek help. Maybe you need to seek therapy and work through some things, or maybe you need to seek a life coach and just work on what is going on, getting to the bottom and the root causes of why you're feeling that way, and then making some positive steps in the right direction to kind of change that, you know, making a decision, are you going to stay or are you going to go? Um, And you guys know I offer life coaching for you mamas. I would love if you're in this space, like hop on a free call with me. I would love to just meet you where you're at and get to know what your struggle is and how we can work together, how I can help you, because it really just lights me up to help you. And I don't like to see any mom in a place where it's truly affecting your health your relationships, your home, right? I am all about helping moms find joy and peace and just getting rid of overwhelm. So if you are in that place, mama, reach out to me. Okay, number four is you hate, you absolutely hate getting out of bed in the morning to go to work. This was so me, you guys. After working for 12 years in social services, you know, I worked with a lot of trauma, people that went through trauma, children and families struggling with abuse, addiction, um, just stressors of life and finances and just so many different things, mental health, like everything. When you are working in that kind of environment, it can be really stressful And it can be just really easy to burn out. And I came to a point where I was not taking care of myself. I wasn't, I was kind of taking my work home with me. I was not there, like showing up for my family like I should have been. I was just in this cycle of like weighing or taking other people's burdens on If you're an empath, you know what I mean. Like, I feel everything. I just, I can just feel that empathy from people and I could relate to them. And I just kind of take that on because I'm a very sensitive person. And when you're in that kind of line of work that I was in, it's easy to burn out because you kind of take everything on. And then when you get home, you have nothing left for your kids or your family. 
that's the point where I was at when I was like, something has to change, right? So, and this is like, you might not even be a morning person, even if you are like this, this could be a big sign for you because I was never a morning person, but I would obviously get up and go to work, right? Because that's what I had to do. And for the most part, a lot, most of my jobs that I had in my career, I really loved going to work and I loved my clients. I love my coworkers. But when it got to a point where I actually dreaded waking up and I literally would hit snooze like a hundred times before getting up, I would like get in my head all morning. I don't want to get up. Like I'm so stressed and just kind of taking that negativity on and feeling that. I was dreading going to work every day and it started to affect me that I was late for work. I was stressed before I even got to work, which is not a good thing. Um, So if that's you, if you hate getting out of bed, no matter if you're a morning person or not, you just hate even the idea of going to work. That is a huge sign, mama, that you are burning out. Okay, my last sign for burnout is that you have no energy for things that you used to love doing. So this could be related to your job, but it's also related to like your life. So let's talk about your job. So maybe you used to be really excited and, you know, go to work really pumped up, energetic, ready to start the day. You know, you had great relationships with coworkers and you are excited and just ready to go, right? And yes, of course, over time that can kind of dwindle down and you can, you know, get into more of a habit and a routine. But if it completely goes away and the opposite happens where you literally have no energy, you're dragging before you even get to work, you are just miserable when you're there. I mean, you are miserable before you even get there. Just the, you know, just the thought of work makes you miserable. Um, but then on the flip side of that, if you like really had an active social life or you had a lot of hobbies that you did on the side, you know, in your free time when you weren't working and you like doing all these different things and then you're suddenly or even over time, you're not loving those things anymore. Maybe you just stopped doing those hobbies that you really loved. Maybe you stopped connecting with your friends, stopped going out on a girl's night, like stop doing the things that you really love doing. You kind of like withdraw and disconnect from people. You just don't have energy for anything anymore. You do nothing fun. You just go to work, you come home you make dinner, you know, just kind of sit there with the kids, but you're not really invested. Like all of these things are huge signs of burnout. And it can really affect your relationships, it can affect your mood, your energy level. If you are experiencing this, you are definitely going through some burnout. So if you can answer yes to all of these things, you are by far in the thick of burnout, mama, you are burnt out. You are. And I say that with love because I've been there and I totally can relate to what you're going through and what you're feeling. 
it's so overwhelming. It's so depressing and the anxiety is just flooding your life and you can't really get out of this funk that you're in and you just hate your job and you hate doing something that you still love. I've been there. If you can answer yes to all of these, you are burnt out, mama. If you can answer maybe one or two, you are on your way to being burnt out. So I feel for you. I want to share some really quick tips that you can do and you can start implementing these right away to get yourself, bring yourself out of this funk to to create newer habits and routines that are going to serve you in the season that you're in right now. And just things that you can do to reduce that overwhelm and that stress that your job might be bringing you. Hey, mama, you know, there was a time in my life that I truly neglected myself. I gave up on my goals. I stopped caring about what I wanted to achieve. And I just got stuck in the day-to-day of motherhood, of being a good wife, of, you know, being a good employee in my career. And I just totally gave up on everything that I really wanted to do. Does this sound like you? Not until I got some accountability did I realize that I could actually make time for everything my family, the house, my husband, my career, and my goals and dreams, as well as self-care. It just took a little tweaking in my mindset, in my habits, in my routines, and I was able to slowly get there over time. Is this something that you are wanting in your life? Are you wanting to learn how to balance everything on your plate to work for your life instead of work against you? Do you want to feel like you are just happy and joyful and can show up for your family the way you want, can show up at work being a great employee or a great business owner? You can show up for yourself again and prioritize self-care? I want to work with you, mama. If you are needing the support and accountability, coaching, someone to keep you accountable on those goals, someone to help you change your mindset and start to help you develop those healthy habits in your life that are going to serve you, then I want to chat with you. I only have three more spots left this month for coaching. So go ahead and click the link in my show notes where you can fill out a quick application And I can get to know you, I can get to know what your goals are, what you're struggling with, and tell you how we can work together. I am so excited to partner with you and reaching your goals and balancing life as best as you can, finding that joy again that only God can bring you, and doing it together, mama, because I've been there. Are you ready to make the changes that you want to make? Are you ready to show up for yourself and stop saying no to you? If this is you, I want to chat. Don't forget, click the link below and hurry up because spots are filling up quick. I cannot wait to partner with you, mama. Okay, so my first tip on how to reduce your stress and burnout 
is to really look at your self-care. Like, you guys know I talk so much about self-care, but how is your self-care been? Are you just so busy with work, with children, with the home, with your husband, like with everything that you have going on as a mom that you don't even have time for yourself or not even that you don't have time, but you don't make the time, right? So where's your self-care at? And I'm not talking about like, oh, when's the last time you had a massage or a manicure? Like, no, I'm talking about deep, deep inner self-care. So looking at how are you eating? How are you moving your body daily? Are you drinking enough water? So looking at your physical self-care, looking at your emotional self-care. Are you getting therapy maybe? Or are you... um you know, experiencing negative thought patterns that are really taking you down a dark path? Are you moody? And why is that? So again, getting to know your overall self care, and how it's been going. So journal these things out. And once you kind of see that, okay, so are you eating and are you eating well? Are you taking care of your body? Are you, um, meditating? Are you praying? Are you, you know, working on self-development? Are you taking time for you without the kids? Like, are you getting away for like 30 minutes or an hour every week to kind of just be alone and like just to kind of breathe and relax? Are you resting? How's your sleep been? So once we factor in all of those types of self-care, you can kind of see once you journal this out, okay, wow, I'm really neglecting myself, right? Maybe you're eating drive through way too much than you want to be, or you're not drinking enough water, or you haven't exercised in God knows how long. So all of these things are going to start telling you that, okay, I really need to start making myself a priority more. And I talk to a lot of women and I've been there. I've been there, girl. I have said this to myself. I don't have time. I don't have time. But that's actually a lie that we tell ourselves. And it's actually an excuse that we tell ourselves, right? Because you actually do have the time. Because what's the difference between, let's say, me and you? So let's say you say you have no time, but I do. I have time. I say, And we both have the same 24 hours in a day, right? But the difference between us would be I am actually making it part of my routine to check in with myself, to prioritize my healthy eating, my working out, my water, my spiritual health, like all of those things. I'm putting it on my calendar. I'm making it a part of my every single day so that I don't miss it. And you might not be doing that. So it's actually like, and I live so long making this excuse. And I say this with love because I know and I've been there. We make excuses for why we can't prioritize something. 
So it's again, looking at your calendar, looking at your routines. Are you just sitting on the couch all night long watching Netflix and eating chips? Like, <laughs> you know, what are you doing that's actually serving you? And it's it's going to make you a better wife, a better mom, a better human, right? So again, you're not prioritizing yourself and we have to change that. Okay, the second tip I have when you are burnt out, when you are stressed at work, and a lot, most of this is going to be journaling out because I'm a big, big believer in journaling. It's very therapeutic. It's very um, healing to kind of see everything written down with what you're struggling with and kind of moving on from there and, you know, getting solutions from those struggles. So number two is Think of why you started your job in the first place. Why did you pick that position? What drew you to it? What are the positives that you see in it? What are the, you know, the reasons that you chose that job? Why you love it? Think back to why you started, right? This is going to help us gain a little bit of clarity on, okay, this is why I started this um, this certain job and, you know, moving on, like what's happening now that's different between when you started and what, what's going on now, right? So journal these things out. Why did you start? What do you like about the job? You know, what is it that drew you in? And from there, this is kind of a two part number two, but from after you write down why you started, on the other side of that, I want you to journal out what is happening now that's different from those reasons that you started. Like maybe things have changed. So think about what has changed. And it might be something has changed in the um, company you're with or in the leadership, you know, your boss. It could be in the environment you're in. It could be something has changed within you. So I really want you to dig deep on this and say what has changed from, you know, going from this, this is all these reasons why I chose this job to where I'm feeling now burnt out, I hate my job, this sucks, like all those things. So kind of on the other part of that, like, list those reasons of why you think it's you're in a place now that is miserable and hating your job. My third and final tip is to, again, journal. <laughs> you guys are going to love me. I'm giving you some homework. I'm sorry, but I'm telling you, this is going to help you so, so much. So this is another two-parter. So first, I want you to, after you've written number two and you know, like, okay, this this and this and this has changed. This is probably why I'm feeling this way, right? So I'll give you an example. Okay, so my management changed and the the new manager is so different than the the old manager. Like my old manager would be really um, just supportive and friendly and like someone we could go to and talk to whenever we had an issue and she was just like someone who was there and actually you could tell like cared about us. And I'm talking from experience here. So because I've experienced this. Um, 
And she was just like amazing. Like you actually felt like heard when you talked to her. You could go to like I could go to her with anything and she wouldn't like judge me or like, you know, I could literally talk to her about anything. And it was great. And she just had that open door policy and like she was so encouraging, gave great advice and like someone you could just like talk things out with. And that was such a positive work environment for me. Right. So fast forward, uh, you know, a couple years later and we get a new manager. And of course, change is hard for everybody. Right. Change is hard. But when you are in an environment where you're so used to being heard, you're so used to having your voice heard and being like having a partner, a like a manager, but like a partner that you could go and talk to that will advocate for you and be on your side and really fight for you and, you know, encourage you when you need it to a manager who comes in and is just all business, not really friendly, all business, all concerned about what you're doing, what the clients are doing, and like just all about numbers, all like not seeing, like not for me, I wasn't feeling heard anymore. So going from these two like extremes, right? Going from one extreme to the other in the total opposite, is a huge, huge, like almost like a culture shock, right? Because you've been working with this one manager for so long and you're, you're, you're absolutely loving it to going to this other manager and their style is complete opposite. And it's like, you have to kind of learn that person and learn their ways And maybe you don't agree a lot with what they're doing or how they approach things, but you're kind of like stuck there, right? And I'm not saying like this manager, this new manager was horrible. No, like she was nice and like friendly, but just going from, you know, two extremes to feeling really supported to not really having a manager there, as much as I'm used to, right? And having that person that I feel like is going to support me no matter what, if that makes sense. So let's say you're in that type of situation, right? So once you kind of know, you know, okay, this is exactly why I'm burnt out most of the time. It's because this new manager and, you know, these new things I have to learn and they're not as supportive as I would want, all those things, right? So number three, so once you know the, like you're, you kind of get the reason down of why you're feeling this way, why you're experiencing some of these things, I want you to ask yourself, what can I do to change that situation? Can I change it or can I not change it, right? So for me, for this example, Okay, so what can I do to make this relationship better with my new manager? Okay, I can get to know her better. I can, um, you know, be more attentive, listen to her more, like go, like 
go at it with like a positive attitude. I can maybe change my attitude a little bit because although I miss my old manager, like I still, you know, want to be respectful and, you know, really get to know my new manager, right? So what are some ways that I can do that and like form a connection with this new person, right? Um, and sometimes we have to look within ourselves, right? What can, what do we have to do? Because a lot of the time, and I've been here so many times with my husband, like so many times, we want to point fingers. We want to say, no, it's them. It's not me. They're the problem. They're the reason I want to quit work. They're the reason I'm miserable at work. But I want to challenge you to look inward and say, what can I do? Like, what do I have control of? Well, you have control of your reactions. You have control of your actions, your reactions, the way you interact with people. You have control over your own mood, your energy, your own, um, you know, your own thoughts you have control over, right? So you have control over yourself, You don't have control over who's your new boss or, you know, how they treat you or whatever, but you are responsible for yourself. And when we want to place the blame and point fingers at everyone, that's just going to create animosity. It's going to create more stress for us. It's going to create like some serious issues in that environment, right? So and it can, this can be really challenging because it's hard to look at ourselves and say, well, maybe I'm wrong, right? It's very hard to admit when we're wrong. And I'm not saying this is your situation, but I'm giving an example. So if you can say, okay, this is what I have control over. These are the things that I can start doing to better this relationship or to make these things go better, right? Write that down. What am I doing that I can change, Right? looking at you, look internally at you, what can you change? Write those things out. Okay. I guarantee you're going to have a few things that you can change. If you have one, that's totally fine. Like, but look inside yourself and really be open to, okay, what can I do to try to make this better? Right? Because if we complain, if we point fingers, that's not going to change anything, right? We cannot change other people. We can only change ourselves, right? So you're going to look, say, okay, these are the things that I can start doing. Okay. And then I want you to experiment with this. So yes, homework, (laughs) but experiment with this. If this is your situation, your situation, can't even speak, um, write these things out, start making those changes, Okay, so tomorrow at work, I am going to, you know, I haven't really been saying good morning or starting conversations with this new boss. So tomorrow, I'm going to do that. Every day this week, I'm going to do that. Say good morning, ask her how her day was, her night, whatever, like make small talk. Um, maybe compliment her on what she's wearing, like whatever, whatever you come up with um, and whatever your situation is start implementing this right away in your job. Okay. Give it time. Give it a week, two weeks. Okay. Because you are going to start to see changes, not within, not only within yourself, but with other people. It's amazing what happens when we actually start changing ourselves and the way we react to other people. 
it's amazing how other people will actually start changing as well. It's it's the craziest thing. Like try this with your husband as well, because I'm telling you right now, it works. It works. Um, and my marriage coach taught me that. And it's like the best advice she ever gave me was to change yourself first. Change the way you speak to people. Change the way you react to people. Change your actions, right? And it, you'll be like, holy cow, like my manager was the sweetest person today. She was amazing. She came and asked me if I needed help. Like, just watch how it goes when you start changing yourself, right? Of course, if you are really just, if you go through this process and, you know, DM me on Instagram because I would love to hear from you. And it's so fun to kind of see what you guys go through in the process because it's it's just like I love celebrating those wins with you and or talking you through some of those things that maybe didn't go well as well. So, um, yeah, so DM me anytime. But over the next like give yourself at least like a good month. So, you know, after you start doing this and you're doing this consistently for a week or two, start checking with yourself. You journal out, okay, how's it going? Do you notice any changes? Do you notice your attitudes changing or their attitudes changing? What do you notice that's positive, right? After the month is done, you can actually see, okay, this is actually going better. Like I'm not feeling burnt out anymore. I'm not feeling irritable. I actually like going to work more again and I'm feeling better and more joyful. And so take into account all of these things. Journal out how you're feeling. And you know what? You can change that burnout. You can avoid it now that you know these steps The next time something comes up, because we all know we get back in our old habits, the next time something comes around again, you have these tools that I'm teaching you today to go back and change it, right? Okay, now, but I'm going to speak to the other part. So not everyone is going to experience these positive changes, right? So if you are that person keep listening. These next five weeks are going to be for you. But if you are the person who, you know, you say, Melanie, I've tried all these things. I've done what you said. I've journaled. It's been like two months now. I am still miserable. I literally hate my job. I am like just not loving the work that I'm doing anymore. Or I'm just not loving the environment I'm in anymore. Maybe it's a really toxic environment. And your coworkers are always just, you know, gossiping and, you know, just degrading people. And just, it's just not a good environment because I've been in those too. And it's just bringing you down and it's just not healthy. Or if the work you're doing doesn't light you up anymore, it doesn't excite you. It's become mundane. You don't, you just don't like the work. You might love your coworkers and that's the reason you're staying, but you just don't love the work. And honestly, your coworkers are the only things keeping you there. I've been in that situation too. So if, if that is you, then it's really time to consider a change in careers, 
a change in your field altogether, you might want to move on and do something totally different. So I want you to come back here next week and join me because that is exactly what we're going to be diving into next week. We're going to be talking about how do I know when it's time to move on from a job? I'm going to give you some tips, some signs that you might be ready to move on and how you could actually start making those slow steps to, you know, finding something new and or going into a new field altogether. So thank you so much, mamas, for hanging out with me. I know this was kind of a long episode, but I feel like it's so it's such a big deal today in with a lot of moms, like we can experience so much burnout in our jobs, in our careers, right? And we want to feel fulfilled. We want to feel joy. We want to feel like we're making a difference. We want to feel like the work that we're doing is valued and that we want to be doing what we love, right? Because if we're working just for the money or just for the people we work with, you're going to end up burning out at the end of the day because, you know, money can only go so far, right? But if you're miserable in your job and you just can't seem to shake that feeling, those, you know, those um, five signs I shared with you at the beginning of the episode, if you just cannot get a handle on that and it's affecting your entire life, even when you made some small changes that I mentioned, then you might be ready to move on. So join me next week. And just remember, you are a good mom, you can do hard things, and you are so worthy of love. Love you guys so much, and I'll talk to you next week. Mama, thank you so much for joining me today. I hope that you found value in this episode and that it spoke to you in some way. If you could do me a quick little favor and head on over to Apple Podcasts and leave me a five-star rating and written review, I would so appreciate it. It truly lights me up to hear from you and hear how this show has impacted your life, but it also is a great way to help other moms find the podcast. I do an Amazon gift card giveaway as well every single month for one lucky listener. All you have to do is write your review, screenshot it before you submit it, and go ahead and share it on your social media or in your stories. And don't forget to tag me at the joyful mama and I will share it in my stories and tag you as well. Together, we can make this a supportive community where we all come together. We fulfill the callings that God has on our lives and we find that joy and freedom that only God can give us. Thank you so much for being a part of our community. I love you all so much and I will see you next time.